You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Why is NASA's InSight Mars mission launching from California? By Matt Simon. The month-long launch window for NASA's new Mars lander, InSight, opens this weekend. InSight will be the first spacecraft to use a robotic arm to place its instruments on another planet's soil, effectively unraveling the innards of the red planet. It's also the first interplanetary mission to launch from the West Coast, instead of Cape Canaveral, and it may not be the last. InSight isn't a rover, like Curiosity or Opportunity, but a stationary lander. Its mission is to peer deep into Mars with two main instruments. One is a probe that'll hammer 16 feet deep to take the planet's temperature and determine how much heat it's losing. That heat comes from the violent formation of a planet, but also the decay of radioactive elements. The other is a seismometer for sensing Mars quakes. Together, the instruments which the robot arm will pluck from the deck of the spacecraft will ideally show what Mars is made of, lending insight, sorry, into not just how the red planet came to be, but the history of other rocky planets in our solar system. First, though, InSight has to get off Earth. Engineers stuck it atop an Atlas V-401 rocket, which stands nearly 200 feet tall and weighs in at 730,000 pounds, including the spacecraft. By contrast, the world's largest rocket, SpaceX's Falcon Heavy, tallies a cool 3.1 million pounds, NBD. It'll launch from Vandenberg Air Force Base north of Los Angeles. Why snub Cape Canaveral in Florida, which is traditionally the launch site for interplanetary missions? Because the West Coast is no slouch, is why. For one, things are busy on the East Coast, thanks in part to satellite-happy commercial outfits like SpaceX. Cape Canaveral is scrambling to accommodate all those launches, aiming to average a launch a week in the next five years. Putting a satellite in orbit around our planets is one thing, but Mars spacecraft are extra complicated because they have to launch when the positions of Earth and the red planet are just right. If it's a planetary mission, you end up with a very short window you have to launch in, says Scott Messer, program manager for NASA Launch Services at United Launch Alliance, which operates the rocket. If a primo day opens up, InSight can't have other people's rockets clogging up the spaceport. You have to go, and go now. The next consideration, of course, is geography. Cape Canaveral is great for launches because NASA can fire east over the Atlantic Ocean instead of over land. 
Because of that, you're able to take advantage of the rotation of the Earth a little bit more, says Messer. Planetary physics gives the vehicle a nice little boost on its way into space. Also, you don't want a malfunctioning rocket falling on a city. To get that same slingshot effect from Vandenberg on the west coast, you'd need to fire over the continental U.S., which, not safe and not allowed. So instead, InSight will head south over the waters of Mexico. It'll only head kinda east. But fear not, it will still most certainly have the power to escape Earth's gravitational clutches. Inside is a relatively light spacecraft that was small enough to fit on a Delta II rocket, which carried the Spirit and Opportunity rovers. But when ULA procured the mission in 2013, the Delta II was no longer flying from the East Coast. Because we didn't have that Delta II capability any longer from the East Coast, we went to our next size vehicle, says Messer. That'd be the Atlas V-401, which comes with extra power. Thus, InSight could launch from the West Coast. Really, though, it was the crowdedness of Cape Canaveral that moved the mission to California. Right now, Vandenberg launches mostly satellites at a much less frantic pace than the Cape. After InSight, Vandenberg is scheduled to send off six more rockets carrying satellites before the end of September. And by the way, regardless of when it launches in its month-long window, InSight will land on Mars on November 26th. But InSight is setting precedent here. There may be additional opportunities going forward to have larger vehicles launch interplanetaries from the West Coast, says Messer. Given the pace of the commercial space race, we'll be seeing more and more launches around the world. Russia, for instance, has begun launching from a shiny new cosmodrome. In the U.S., the fact remains that Florida has the right geography both for old folks looking for nice weather and for rocket scientists looking to fire east, and it's going to stay that way. That is, until rising seas eat Florida... But hey, maybe by that time we'll all be living on Mars with insight. Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.